Hi, welcome to another episode of The Lord's Delight. Today, I want to talk about self-pity. And this is something, I mean, everybody struggles with, right? When we want something to happen in our lives and it doesn't happen the way we want, disappointment can definitely lead into self-pity. On the other hand, when we feel like we got something we didn't deserve, being physically diagnosed with something or let's say if we face a betrayal or something we feel like we received it but it shouldn't have happened to us kind so both these scenario can lead us in a slippery slope towards self pity and a lot of times i have not realized that valuing in self pity is not a good thing and it can lead to sins which are pretty bad and i want to talk about examples from the bible where i was able to see self pity to also see the consequences of what the self pity led to uh, the first example that i want to talk about is ahab it is in first kings 21 where ahab he is the king right and he wants this particular person called naboth's vineyard so that vineyard is something that he wants and he wants to plant something else and he wants it for his personal use and what naboth does is he refuses to give it to the king saying lord forbid this is a inheritance from my ancestors and that i will not sell it here ahab doesn't look at it and go hey that is something from his ancestors that is his inheritance and i should not covet it despite being a king who owns so much property and land this guy wants that other person has when he was denied you know what happens the bible actually says ahab lay on his bed sulking and refusing to eat because he feels like he was denied something that he deserved the end of story is pretty gruesome because his wife ahab's wife jezebel decides to step in to make him happy and deviously plans the murder of naboth and if you see in verse 6 The only thing Ahab is concerned about in the whole thing is I asked him but he said he won't give it to me. And after Naboth's murder, his wife comes and tells him, "Hey, go take possession of the land." There was no remorse, there was no sadness, there was no guilt in Ahab. He happily goes and takes possession of the land of Naboth. So here what I see is Ahab's self pity desensitizes him to other people's emotions and manipulation it leads him to manipulate the scenarios in a way that he will get what he want and this is scary to me because we will see this as a remote thing or oh, this happened in the bible this one happened to me but a lot of times when we are valuing in self pity i feel like our eyes are covered and we are not able to label our actions and we try to justify them so this is a red flag that says hey be very aware of yourselves your actions and their consequences when going through self pity the second example i want to talk about is jonah jonah there is two areas where he feels self pity and all this is is described in jonah of chapter 4 if you look at verse 2 and 3 he actually says praise to the lord and says lord 
is this not what i said when i was in my country that is lord saving the ninevites he says that is why i made haste to flee to tarshish for i know you are a gracious god merciful slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and relenting from disaster he says i told you didn't i i'll go tell this people of ninava that hey if you don't get your act together god is going to wipe you all out and then they will repent and you will save them so he is irritated and annoyed about the fact that god saved the people to the point of where it's about him he says did i not tell you this is what you would do and he is mad because god is compassionate and steadfast in love not realizing that same character is what helping him if god was not compassionate and steadfast in love jonah would be dead but god is just like he gave jonah a second chance he is giving those people of nineveh a second chance and jonah is not able to accept that he says lord please take my life from me for it is better for me to die than to live so self pity can also lead to anger which makes us do a lot of things which is not quite right if you go down further in chapter 4 jonah says the same thing again it is better for me to die than to live when does he say that in verse 7 it says but when the dawn came up the next day god appointed a worm that attacked the plant uh, this plant is the one that provided shade for jonah and god sends a scorching east wind and then like you know what happens is the plant is no more and jonah is feeling the heat and he says i might well as die for sitting in this heat so god is asking jonah you are angry about this plant that you didn't grow angry enough to die you pity the plant for which you did not labor nor did you make it grow which came into being in a night and perished in a night so he's actually conversing with jonah and he's saying should i not pity the ninava people of ninava you are pitying that one plant should i not pity the 120000 people that live in ninava so he's actually talking to jonah about his priorities how he is not able to be compassionate for the people that he told the gospel to this is very different from ahab because even though jonah was having a problem he went to god he was open about it and god was not a god who says you are such a petty mean person why are you like this no he didn't whatever jonah received from god a second chance he is not able to handle when somebody else whom he thinks as wicked receives a second chance and that leads into valuing for self pity that has happened i believe to me also i enjoy god's love i enjoy his forgiveness his compassion towards me but when we think of people who are bad or wicked when we see them receiving god's mercy sometimes it bothers us but that is contrary to what the gospel tells us the third instance i want to talk about which is in the bible is in job prior like from the first chapter it talks about his circumstances and then till chapter 37 there are multiple instance of job feeling sorry for himself and the wake up call comes in chapter 38 when the lord when the lord spoke to job out of the storm and you know what he says what is this that obscures my plans with words without knowledge brace yourself like a man i will question you and you shall answer me he goes on to describe knowledge that is far beyond our understanding and then he questions you humans have limited knowledge how dare you question me for what i did to you and your family this just boggles my mind i mean 
God, yes, he says Job is righteous. Even that righteous person, God says, cannot question in self-pity or feeling sorry for oneself saying, oh, I am so righteous. Why is God doing this to me? Sometimes it scares me because I think in the New Testament era we are living in, in this period of grace, I take reverence of God for granted. Sometimes I don't have the awe that exists in the Old Testament. I'm not saying that you can't go to God with emotions, right? That is exactly what Jonah and Job did. They were very open to God about their emotions. They didn't put up a facade. They didn't act fake. They were truly expressing their emotions. The beautiful part is God did not discard their or discount their emotions. He is talking to them, interacting with them. Later to people is how we should deal with our self-pity compared to what Ahab did. Attracting attention, wallowing and sulking that led to manipulating through his wife to get the land and that was so bad. It led to a gruesome murder. And then Ahab had no compunction. That guy had no feeling of being bad and then just usurped the land of this guy. And yes, when later on chided by a prophet, he, yes, he felt bad for what he did. But the consequences, he can't take those consequences back. How Jonah and Job dealt with it, that is our best bet to going to God and telling, hey, this is how I feel. And he's a God who interacts, either disciplines us or interacts in a way that he is able to tell us why he is doing that and why we shouldn't be feeling the way we do. So this is what I want to leave with you guys today. If you have one takeaway from today, so remember this, whenever you feel sorry for yourself, first go to God and tell them that. He'll help you deal with those emotions. We have a God who understands us, who is compassionate and abundant in love, steadfast in love with us. He's such a faithful God. He will help you deal with those emotions. He's not a God who is going to deny those. And he will help you with whatever you're going through. Okay, then I'll see you guys next week. Bye.